We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's say it's no, cheap. No, I do not. Two and a half million. You get Miles Sanders. I don't. And uh, look, he was very productive. He was pretty I, good, man. I believe that a lot of backs in his advantageous situation would have been productive. And I think at this point, it's just better to see him off and, you know, good luck. We wish you the best, but we will be a better team with a different starting running. Rhea, you know it's a mess with all these free agents, but if you can get Miles for $2.5 you're a no? No. I'm a yes. Seltzer? I'm a yes, too. Yeah, why not? I man? didn't like the He's way he looked back. over the second half of the season. I agree. Uh, Coaches don't trust him. No, and, and the Super Bowl it. is all you need to know. Well, it's not all I need. I mean, right. You know, which is the coaches. He was hurt after the first play. Well, he left. He came back. It was inconsistent. I, I, man, I just thought that if that encapsulated your career, that's a shame because you did so much more than what you showed. I thought he had a good year. Game. I thought he had a good year. He had an incredible year. And I also think, but the, the blocking was what gave him the incredible year. That was it part wasn't of it. So much him. You know, watching watching the combine, watching the the running back drills on the field. Yep. All they talk about is how these guys make everyone miss, how they break tackles. Yeah. Look at the balance. Look at how low he can run. I don't see that stuff from Miles. All right, he, let's go to the let's go to the phones. We I can mean, we can do better. We that's can what do I think. better. Yeah. Uh, see, here's the thing. If they want to spend a bunch of money, otherwise No, no you don't have drafts. to spend a bunch of money. The you can Chiefs draft just the showed kid. you they could do it. It's doable, but you got to get the right guy. You got to get the right, the right guy, guy, and you got to you got to get about five new guys for defense, and you don't have that many picks. I mean, it's not easy. Let's go to the phones. What do you, you make basically all this? Have four picks that you can do something with, where you get a guy who you feel you can trust for yeah, this season. Just know this because you got the the first two first rounders, second and a third. I get it, and then two seventh. But rounders. I, I, you're right, John. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you're right, Rhea. The Chiefs got Pacheco. Yeah. But, you, you could but how also, often do seventh round running could, backs make a difference? You could draft an L. You could draft an L. Pumphrey as rookies. Of course, you yeah. can. I mean, like, you know, free agents, seventh be, rounders, late late round draft picks, running backs. You find guys in that way. I'd be careful in saying goodbye to Miles if it's cheap enough to keep. Running him. backs are so deprioritized at this point. It's crazy to me to consider yeah. bringing Miles Sanders back. It is crazy. Yeah. You can get a guy who's five years younger than he is and better. All right, let's go to the cheap. phones. Let's see what everyone thinks on all these topics here. Joe and Mayfair, right? Oh, by the way, it's 94 WIP HD1 Philadelphia as we broadcast from the Tasty Cake studio. Joe and Mayfair, good morning, Joe. 
Hey, good morning, guys. Listen, Sirianni made sure that everybody knew that the town does not wag the dog getting rid of the secondary coach. You don't go on social media blasting your defensive coordinator, uh, uh, one, mm. one of the big guys next to Sirianni. So you're in control of your, your, your players, and that's your responsibility. And you've got your two top guys going on social media blasting your, uh, your D coordinator. That does, that's not, that's not going to happen any longer. And Sirianni did the right thing for the future. Is Cal's not wagging the dog. You don't do that. You know, Everything Joe, it's a fascinating point. I hadn't considered it. I referenced earlier the Andy Reid-George Hageman thing. I was just joking. But what you're basically saying is this is his George Hageman moment of teaching everybody else, do not question me and my coaches. I don't know that you're right. I don't, Joe, I don't know that you're right, but you might be. And if you are, that is fascinating. Everything should stay in-house. You don't leak stuff. So if that's allowed, then what's allowed next year from other players and other players. So it, it can't start. So Sirianni did the right thing and said, I'm in charge. Wow. Um, wow. If that's what happened. I do support it. If that if yeah, that's the, the way it all went it. down. But but Joe Joe, does it. that mean then you're not open to signing CJ Gardner Johnson because he's one of the guys that blasted one of the coaches? Like that yeah, bothers you have a, me. You yeah. have a conversation with the you have a conversation with the guy when he comes in and said, Listen, I know you made a mistake. I know you, you loved your guy, but if you want to stay here, you you, you can't do it again. Um Fascinating. They know, having that conversation with Darius Slay. Maybe. No, they're, they're not allowed to talk Absolutely. to them right now, right? Well, Slay they can't, but the free agents, they can talk to the agents. agents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Really interesting, Joe. Um, you know, when 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 I think what's going to happen with the defense next year, guys, is you, you have to retool, and I, and I think the leader of the defense is going to be the Jalen Hurts on the other side of the ball in, in the Kobe Dean, whose IQ is off the charts. If you think you know, Jalen Hurts' IQ of wanting to get better and loving the game is there. Kobe Dean is going to be that player on defense, and I think you're going to build the defense around him and his strengths and, and over Jeez. the next decade. You really um, think so? You think that Kobe yeah. Dean yeah. equates to Jalen Hurts of the defense? Yeah, just, just like we said two years ago that Jalen Hurts might not be a franchise quarterback, and look what he did. When you put your IQ and, and you, the time and the effort into becoming better – that's what happens, and the Kobe Dean has that same exact mindset. We don't know are. that. Yeah, but Joe, Absolutely. the other issue with is him is is he athletic enough? Is he physical enough? Is he big enough? He's, he he's he's not that big, man. He's not I big. In the game today, it's about speed. It's not about it's You're not right. about physicality. You're right. It's about speed. But you got to have some. He of that. played in the S. Made plays in the SEC. He big dudes in the SEC but, but too. James, so did Jordan. Matthews, and he got here and wasn't that good. No, I mean, but Nicobe Dean was the, the, Dean the national champion. I'm just, but I'm just, but, but for what it's worth, like just, I'm just using a, a reference here. Jordan Matthews set the record for the most catches ever in the SEC up until that point. So you can dominate a conference like that and then get to the pros and be, you know, not that good. Joe, but his his form and his tackling skills are off the charts. He doesn't just throw his body out there. He goes after you and knows yeah. how to tackle. We're going to find out. He's definitely IQ. He's going to play. Joe, give me an answer. I don't answer. know that he has an amazing IQ, Joe. I think part of what kept him uh, – football IQ. I think part of what kept him off the field this year is there was a lot that went into the defense, and he was slow to pick it up. I mean, I couldn't understand why he wasn't out there more. I don't agree, John. Early on. And the starters then it was didn't like, get hurt. Hey, yeah, because he's, he's, he's a young well. guy. He has a lot to learn. No, I'm not with you. They were going for a Super Bowl. Of course they're going to play Kaiser White and TJ Edwards over him yeah. if they're healthy. Those guys, guys were signed, and they were healthy, and they just yeah. kept playing. And they were- this, this 
This player, yeah, this player was highly touted. He's a third was round pick. I kept telling everybody he's a third round pick. How many times did I say that? Expected to be con- uh, more of a contributor than he was. I don't think he was, man. Year. I don't think he was. Okay, Considering the roster, you did. That's fine. John, I don't think most people did. If they hadn't signed Kaiser, what you'd have an argument? They signed him. Okay, and they signed him long ago. He, he won't be signed this year. We will see I agree what with you. this guy's got. I agree with that. I'm just saying, don't get your hopes so sky high that he is the defensive equivalent of Jalen Hurts. Well, I agree with that. All right, Joe, give me an answer, a fictional kid. I disagree, but this this show is is my character. We have Eddie Haskell. We have, <clears throat> excuse me, Wally and the Beef. So we're going to go with Leave It to Beaver, and that's you, DeCamera. You are the Beef. Let me tell you something. The Beaver could win, man. I mean, what a great show. Is that about 70 years ago? Would you say that was 1950s? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, well. yeah. Wow. That's unbelievable. And Eddie Haskell died about two years ago. That guy was. And it, you would know that. I do know that. I, I, keep, I, keep, tra- I keep track. I keep track. Did of, he do other stuff? Ever? I don't think so. The Eddie Haskell guy? Um, I, I don't know. It's 1957 just, it started. You know, it's interesting when you think about 8 Mile, because in 8 Mile there's a reference to Leave it to Beaver. And if that movie were to come out today, most of the 20-year-olds would probably have no clue. I mean, if you listen, if you're 16 years old right now, you've no idea who the Beavers. No, you've no idea. You're 26. 26, you probably don't yeah. know. Yeah, you don't know. Although the I will say, they go on their phones and their YouTube kids. Well, are, they can get YouTube, there quick. They see it. Clark's seen every episode of Brady Bunch, That's and cool. he watched it on his phone on YouTube. That's awesome. That's really cool. Hey, up ahead, um, a potential cap casualty and a big name, especially given what happened yesterday. In the NFL. What that is, tell you next. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. For more than 30 years, Novacare Rehabilitation has been the Delaware Valley's trusted hometown physical therapy provider. Novacare is proud to be part of the healing journey of so many patients and athletes. So this year, whether you've set 2023 goals for yourself or you're just making your health and well being a priority, Novacare is here for you every step of the way on your road to recovery. Novacare is your trusted PT partner for recovering from aches and pains, gaining strength, and preventing injury. And with more than 150 locations in the greater Philadelphia and South Jersey area, there is no better time to make NovaCare's movement experts part of your healthcare team. On behalf of everyone at NovaCare, thank you for choosing them to get back to We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
Hey, Jed Cameron here. Let me tell you about my friends and the wonderful people at Family and Company Jewelers in Marlton, New Jersey. It's all run through Angelo, the longtime owner, and Ian, who manages the store with Angelo, the entire team. They're wonderful at what they do. They're experts, and they can help you if you are right now thinking about purchasing an engagement ring. in Marlton, New Jersey. They can walk you through the whole process. they got an incredible showroom, an amazing selection. By the way, all sorts of other jewelry as well. So if you're just looking to you know, get a watch for yourself, for a loved one, a, maybe an anniversary gift, uh, a birthday gift, whatever it might be, any season of the year, obviously, they're always there, Family and Company Jewelers. And specifically for the engagement process, bang, right there, Family and Company Jewelers. No one else comes close to Family and Company Jewelers with the top five-star rating on Google with over 2,000 reviews. So get yourself. Uh, to Family and Company Jewelers and get the gal of your dreams, a ring of her dreams, a ring from Family and Company Jewelers, South Jersey's diamond destination. Brought to you by Window Nation. Sixers game at the Pacers featured a lot of offense, very little defense, lead changing hands 32 times with the Sixers finally coming out on top, 147 and 143. James Harden, 20 assists, Joel Embiid, 42 points, Sixers placing six players in double figures. Sixers' five-game road trip, which they are 3-1, and one, ends tonight back-to-back with a matchup with the T-Wolves. Beat the rush with off-season pricing at Window Nation. Get two windows free with every two you buy and pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com. NBC10 first alert forecast brought to you by Dr. Glatt. Morning clouds, afternoon sun, a high of 48. It's currently 37. Failing or thinning hair? Call the region's premier hair restoration expert for men and women, Dr. Paul Glatt. Book a consultation at drglat.com. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP. Joe to Cameron, John Rich, 94 WIP, Seltzer, Rhea with us here today. And uh, I'll tell you what, some baseball pitchers, they're smart. They're not going to get away with it forever, but a couple have already tried it and already succeeded, and baseball is going to have to crack down. If you missed this story, baseball now knows they pretty much have to, by the time the regular season starts, come up with a rule to change the rule about the pitch clock. Really? Some, some <laughs> smart players have realized, John, there is – a loophole, and leave it to a veteran like Max Scherzer to figure it out. Yeah, a couple of days ago, for those that missed it, it's kind of a funny video. He uh, he's pitching against I don't know what, what batter, but he's pitching against someone. Batter calls time, so you're you're allowed to call time one time in the at bat. Um, when the batter gets back in the batter's box, Scherzer though basically hasn't moved from his position. Like he is set, he's ready to throw the pitch. As soon as the batter like reengages in the batter's box, Max Scherzer just. <laughs> Fires the pitch for a strike. I think it was a swing and miss. I remember, and everyone's like, "All right, yeah, this we gotta we gotta tweak that a little bit." That's like a Buddy Ryan move. Smart. Buddy it's Ryan so would have pulled Scherzer-y. that. <laughs> it really Isn't is. It? So uh, they'll, they'll, James, they'll. What is the solution though? Uh, how do they? How do they? It's probably like a set thing, you know, with like a balk and all that, where the pitcher has to come set. My guess is you have to wait until the batter fully comes set before you start your motion. This and isn't looks, going is to my cause guess. problems. It is going to cause. Yeah. It is real. Oh, I know. It is. Like I know we're all like enamored of the pitch clock, and it's great. This is my point. I was trying to make a couple weeks ago that you know the two-hour games are going to be awesome, but there are going to be these little things 
that are going to cost the Phillies a game, and we're all going to lose our minds over it. I won't. Because I mean, these things I'm cool haven't with it. I'm cool been with it. figured out. Okay? Well, let me just ask what you this. Ray, are you pro-pitch clock or anti? No, I'm I'm pro, but I know I'm just seeing problems like this. There will be problems. There, there's going I, to be things that are, and if it messes up with Bryce Harper, I'm, I might not like it. Well, yeah, I mean, that could be an issue, but he's going to have to adjust. Look, I can't take as a baseball fan the three-hour and 30-minute game. I, like, I understand it. I hate it, too. Yeah. But, I'm glad you know. they're doing it, but it will be choppy. It's like replaying football. It's like what's a catch in football. You're going to have to work through it. Something like what's a catch in football, John. 20 years later, they still haven't figured it out. <laughs> yeah, but, I don't know the answer. You know, I, I mean, I'm, gl- I'm glad they're doing this. I'm also glad the 76ers are playing better. Um, they are. They're playing pretty good. They got the fourth best record in basketball. They got the third best record in the East. They won a game last night. Now, they got to play better day. We all know that. No, but, they have to play someday. <laughs> exactly. There was no defense last They have to night. play someday. Someone had a quote after the game. I forget who it was. That It was a good line. Basically, at the end of a game, when it's been high scoring, a lot of times it comes down to you need three stops to basically tilt the power to you. <laughs> yes. He's like, yeah, this game you just needed two stops. Two defensive stops, you can go win the game. And it's, you know. Um, but what was really great, not just the win, after the game, what Embiid said and what Harden said about how they're getting – on the same page. Remember, the trade happened about one year ago. And we said to ourselves last year when they acquired them, like, yeah, it's going to be choppy for this first playoff run because they just haven't played much together. Um, and it was choppy, and they lost. The hope was coming back this year, a little cohesion, figure each other out, be better for it. And I think to this point they have been. Here's what Joel said yesterday after the game. I think what we've gotten better at is really trying to find the balance of, you know, when, you know, to know that, oh, I it's Joel Stone or James Stone. I think that's why we that's where we've gotten so good at where you know I just understand like oh he, he really needs it or he, he really you know wants his ISO uh, to get going or like him understanding the game and knowing that like I gotta get Joel the ball. And you know that, and that's good stuff. James Harden echoed the sentiment on connectivity and all, but from a different prison primarily he's talking more off the court this was good to hear just comfortable man just like kind of knowing each other knowing each other on and off the court i think on off the court is, is just as valuable as learning, learning somebody on the court it helps actually it's good stuff it is so just tuck it away i mean hopefully you know this can work this year we'll find out hard in status of whether he stays will probably be determined based on how far they go they're creeping up on the celtics who've lost three in a row by yeah. the way yeah, they, they are. choked their game last night yes they are all right let's go to the, the phones if you want to react to the sixers the sixers have gotten so much better at finding that balance between the slow it down pick and roll between joel and james harden and the all right let's push push the pace yep last night was a great example of they did both and it was effective now we just have to see them apply themselves on you know both ends of the court absolutely as well. But but there are good signs. There are this this duo, the tandem of Joel when he's aggressive, playing aggressive, taking it to the hoop like he was last night when James is on. Like I I've now gotten to the point where when James takes a three, like a, a step back three. I actually believe it's going in. <laughs> that you know how yeah. different that I is know. for me. I know. I mean, for for I a do. year and a half, I expected a brick every time yeah. he hoisted one up, and now he's actually shown some consistency, shown some improvement. The team is getting better. And by the way, Daniel House mm-hmm. and and Jalen McDaniel. You love McDaniel. I love McDaniel's. Yeah. I these are pros. These. The, they, you can see they know how to fit in, and they're doing a great job of it. Last last night, Jalen McDaniels had 20 points, and that's with foul trouble. 
that was that was a really good sign for where things are headed. James, not since KJ McDaniels has there <laughs> KJ McDaniels. Dude, I loved that guy. Did you really? Yeah, we and all then he did just fell apart. There. They traded him, and it just he was like out of the league. But this guy has helped. John, I agree with you. Let's go to the phones. A lot it's of t- lot of topics here, including the Eagles, which has been the main topic today, and whether you're starting to get concerned about their culture given all that's happened in the last couple of weeks. Let's go to Mike in Berwin. Hi, Mike. Good morning. How are we doing today? Great, Mike. Listen, you know, I'm starting to wonder a little bit. You know, I do like Sirianni, but is he the problem? I mean, I just think that this team may be a little lax, too lackadaisical. In what regard? We're not well. We're not used to having these kind of problems. Well, yeah, we weren't used to a fourteen and three team. It never happened before. But do you think because of that record, like he's giving a little bit too much freedom to like with with? uh, Well, give me an example. Yeah, just what are you saying? What are you saying? He's permitting that you don't think he should permit. Well, like with Slay, with mouthing off about right. the opponent. So here's the problem, Mike. Here's the pro- here's the pro- here's the problem with that. Nick Sirianni does not he is not allowed to have communication with the players in this stage of the offseason. about football. Yeah, yeah can't I mean. do it. So, Mike, I wish Sirianni would. This is where he honestly, you kind of need Jalen to step in and send a group text to everybody. Say, yo, everybody, just chill it out for a second here. But Mike, I mean, people. I mean, he are, can do that. He can I mean, do he that. Can go back. He uh, can. He can. Channels but, like that. But people are hot sure right now, Mike. I mean, they just lost the Super Bowl. A lot of people are ticked about it. They are pointing fingers. I don't think it's fair to point the finger at Sirianni on this one. Not yet. Not now. Okay. I mean, he's just not. He's literally not allowed to. He can't say, "Don't do that." He can't say that. Now, maybe it's like he, he creates a system like Batman. You put a thing up in the sky, and that's a. A cue to everyone, don't do it, but no such system exists. Mike, give me an answer. Great fictional kid. Hey, hey, hey. It's Fat <laughs> Albert. How old was he? Yeah, I would. I think he was in his, like, you know. Man, Fat Albert was kind of old. I don't know, though. He I don't just know. thought he was a teenager. I'll look it up. I mean, he looks like he's 17 or 18. I kind of think you're right, John. I think he's aged out. 13 and under, 12 and under. Eh. Yeah. Fat Albert's like a he's a man. He's a big man young man. John, what code can we come up for Sirianni to communicate with the players without, you know, directly communicate? Oh, like your bat signal? Yeah, thing? the bat signal. Like what can you do to say like, hey, this is the chill out signal, everybody? Look, I, I think he leans heavily into Jalen. I think that's the the bat signal. Hey, J- because they're close. You know, he and Jalen talk a lot. They're doing a lot of planning together during the week. Not so much in the offseason, but during the regular season, they are joined at the hip. Yeah, he but and Jalen and and Brian Johnson, they're talking all the time about what they like, what they don't like, what they're going to see, and you can very easily say, "Listen, Jalen, I need some help here." How about we Sirianni? Got some guys who are saying stuff, I don't want them to put it out there. Yep. Just just let them know <laughs> this isn't how we operate. And Jalen can do that. Jalen can do it. It's a spot for Jalen. Yeah, it re- it really is. It is definitely a spot for him right now. Let's talk to uh, Will in Northeast Philadelphia. Hi, Will. Motron, how y'all doing today? Great, Will. Man, um, I, I really think um, Jalen is a, a team player. I think he's going to, um, you know, I think he's going to make a negotiation where he can bring some of the key players back. Some, some, but not, not yeah. too many. Because, Will, you got to remember this. They also already have a lot of great players under contract. So, you, like, 
A.J. Brown makes a lot, and Slay, unless they trade him, makes a lot, and Lane Johnson makes a lot. It's not like they're a team devoid of other quality players already under contract. I mean, Josh Sweat's got a deal. Reddick's got a deal. You know, it's, it's, it's not going to be easy, man. This is what happens when you get good in a salary cap era. You lose players. But this will be the easiest year to deal with that contract. This will have a big bonus tacked onto this season that will be split over the next whatever it is, I five, know. six years. But you're also about so to... his cap hit is not as detrimental as no. you're making it out to be for this year. Yeah, but there's still the – these guys are going to sign multi-year deals. Like, Devontae Smith's then going to kick in after next year. And what happens is how Possibly. he renegotiates those contracts down the line when it gets to that I'm point. I'm just saying that. Look, I, I've never talked to John Runyon about this, but my sense of it is John Runyon left Tennessee to come to the Eagles. Think about it. Why? Money. Because Tennessee had just made the Super Bowl. They had Steve McNair, they had Eddie George, they had Frank Wachek, they had a young Javon Kurse. Like, they had great players. The Eagles stunk. So, the Eagles didn't have that much money tied up in players. Tennessee did and knew they were about to for a long time. And so, the Eagles offer them more. Like, it happens. You lose good players when these things happen. This is what's going to happen to the Eagles. I'm not saying they're going to lose them all, but they are going to lose some really great players. And it stinks. It's a really unfortunate reality. Will, give me a great fictional kid. I don't think it's the end of the world like you do. Oh, John. My gosh. You you got talent. You you have to put some faith in this front office. Wait till Nolan Carroll is your quarterback. Nope, nope. Wait till there Nolan Carroll is your cornerback. players that we don't even know about. Is McPherson. I mean, Kyron is, Johnson. Who knows? Maybe he, he's oh, going to blow people up out there is, at linebacker. Is Zach McPherson ready? I'm just ready? saying. No, I, don't, I don't think he's ready. I don't either. He's going to be given, given an opportunity to prove he is. And there, every year, there are a couple guys who surprise you. Well, a couple. So you right. add a couple of those surprises to the free agent <sighs> additions and the free agents that you re-sign, and we'll be fine, especially right. because the offense will be great. Will, give me a fictional kid. Give me the best ever. And I, I think we were, I think we're going back to the Super Bowl again. I, I really do. Well, sir, um, I'm not ruling about, it out. How about uh, anybody say uh, Kevin Arnold? Uh, no, it's a good answer. one. It is yeah. a good answer. So, but let me just make sure. I mean, how young is he in the beginning of the show? He's like, Very young. Yeah, like 10 or 11, I think, at the okay. beginning of the show, right? Maybe 12 at the oldest. I mean, we were, we're going like 13 and under. I just want to make sure. Yeah, no, when it Kevin starts, Arnold he's young. Is Kevin young. is young when it starts. Right, fair enough. Yeah. Little kid. Um, you know who's still relatively young? I went young? to college with him, by the way. All Did right, you? hold on. Yeah, Rhea, yeah. you yeah. got to hear the list. The list is insane. All right, for anyone listening right now. I remember the list. Well, we'll James, help you. James and I know it better than probably you do. All right, for everyone listening. <laughs> like, I went, to, I went to a school. I went to Fairfield where we had nobody famous. Matter of fact, Kevin Nealon, who I don't even think graduated, is Probably the only famous person that's ever he been. Played in quarterback and play. He was a place kicker there. I don't know that. I just know he's Saturday Night Live. We had a football team, then we didn't, then we did. I, I, who the heck knows? For a year and a half, I was at Stanford for three and a half. Oh, so you were a little slow on the uptake. I transferred in you had to, January. Remember the, the old rules? They had to sit out a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, talk about yeah. slow on the take. But, I mean, it means the, play, the NFL didn't want him after that fourth year. He had, like, he had to go back to uh, prove himself there again. There you go. And okay. Deal. All right, so, John, rattle off the list. 
<laughs> I don't know like, the oh. list. Like you right, guys right, know Tiger go. Woods. I, I right, was there go. with Tiger. Wow. I was working out with Tiger. Okay. Uh, I my buddy Tony Vella was hooking up with Reese Witherspoon. Okay, Reese Witherspoon. We wow. called it dorm cest at the time. A, Reese, a dorm what? Cest. It was just the term we it's used. It's a weird for term it. right there. I, well, they were two freshmen in the same dorm, you know, closely coexisting, okay, and yeah. they ended up lighting a little fire. We were all very jealous. Uh, who else? All right, Summer uh, Sanders, right? Some, yeah, I went to Summer's wedding. Wow. <laughs> Elon yeah. Musk was there. Okay. Uh, yeah, apparently I that's that, that's a new one. That's a new one. I, I, Wasn't yeah. Chelsea Clinton there? Chelsea at that time? was there with her. <laughs> I and, knew we remember better. Dad was president. <laughs> her dad was president. So and, the secret and the Monica service Lewinsky was there. thing happened, and the Secret Service are walking around with backpacks and <laughs> oh, and, and student like outfits, trying to blend in, pretend that they're not. And they look like they were forty five. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They were everywhere. Followed her everywhere. That was a man. That was, I felt so awful for her. Yeah. The scrutiny that, you know, camera crews following her around campus. All Brutal. The time. But there were a lot of actors at the time. All right, so too. Kevin Arnold also. Kevin Arnold. There was, uh, I just watched Cujo again. Uh, <laughs> Danny Pintaro. Remember him from Who's the Boss? Yep, yep. He was oh, my wow. classmate. Yep. Uh, there was the girl from Head of the Class. Do you remember the the nerdy girl yep. from the TV show? I think her name was Janice. Big glasses. Yeah, she mm-hmm. was... There, yeah, I remember her. I would see her walking around yep. at times. Be more impressive if it was Robin Givens, but that's a whole nother matter. Yeah, she wasn't there. Yeah, she went. Um, so and there's probably athletes we haven't gotten. To. What about Jenny Thompson? Was she was she there? I dated Jenny Thompson for a while. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> well, there you go. Was AJ Hinch right? AJ, AJ Hinch, Hinch was I your roommate right or whatever, right? I, yeah. I didn't know he was the manager of the Houston Astros. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden. I mean, I I lived oh one God. door down from AJ. It's this amazing. guy, man. I know. It's so good. That's incredible. All right, let's go back to the phones. What a life. Let's talk to Ben in Millville right now. What's up, Ben? Hey, Chomper. How's it going, buddy? Chomper. Chomper. Nice. <laughs> New nickname. I like that one. Write it down, Joe. Oh, for the love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I think, I, think Con- the camera. I think Conklin might take a... <laughs> A bite out of this himself. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. good. Can't wait for that one. <laughs> uh, how's everybody doing? Rhea, hi. Hello. buddy. Well, hey, Maxie is is ever improving. You know, I have his jersey. He's he's the my favorite sixer. He's um, so awesome. But last you know, night was he, unbelievable. Talk about confidence yeah. in his. And he had stroke. a little bit of a. Yeah, exactly. I wish he was, like, a little more aggressive at times. You know, if you're going to foul, you know, sometimes towards the end of the game, he had that little ticky-tack foul against Halliburton, which, my God, he never missed a shot yesterday, last no, night. No. no, he was very good. Um, He's an excellent player. Uh, well, he got a foul. Come on, two-hand push. Push him out of bounds. That's a foul. Get fouled for it at the end of the game if you want to foul somebody. Jeez. Foul uh, but he, 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 Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> um, but, you know, he is, he has, he is a year – of um, improvements. He had a little downstretch. He broke his foot. He came back. He was on the bench. He wasn't starting. Um, now these past this past week and a half um, or two weeks, he's improved immensely. I think he's got five straight games with 20 or more points. And, in a, and since he's been back in the starting lineup, I think he's averaging like 27 points. I mean, it's yeah, been, a, it's been amazing. He's on a incredible. good, he's on a good run right now. Ben, give me a great fictional kid. 
And then uh, our bench players played well uh, last night. Uh, <laughs> yes. Shake Melton, 15 points off the bench. That's yeah. impressive. He's been consistently dependable. Yeah, but he, I'll as tell an you, offensive guys, player. come playoff time, him is a prime guy off the bench. I don't like it for a t- for a title team. There's a difference a team that's like a second round team and a title team. Shake to me is not good enough for the role he is usually you know put in. Ben, give me a great answer for a fictional kid. Fictional kid, how about Dorothy Gale? Man, what is she, about 13, 14? She's got to be right around that age. I don't I don't know. All right, we'll look it up, how old she's supposed to be. John, what's your guess from The Wizard of Oz, how old Dorothy is? I think she was supposed to be 13, but she might have been 15 when she filmed it. Oh, man. All right, we'll we'll try to figure that out. I think she was older, but maybe not. I think the actress. I think yeah. she well, was, yeah, actress, Judy Garland yes. was sixteen. Yeah, I'm almost okay. positive about that. See, that's part of what throws me off, John James. I feel like I'm looking at a sixteen-year-old, not a thirteen-year-old. It says she's supposed to be twelve. Oh, she's oh, not God. twelve. I agree with you. She's not twelve years old. She's an early bloomer. <laughs> she's not twelve, and I'm not commenting on that. Twitter poll question of the day. Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Routine maintenance to major repairs. Armin Chevrolet Service Center has same day appointments available. Certified service. ArminChevy.com. All right, today's Twitter poll question: Should the Eagles use the franchise tag on C.J. Gardner Johnson if they cannot sign him to a long term deal? This is it. This is the deadline today. They'd have to assign him $14.46 million. Now, they could still negotiate with him for the yeah. long-term deal. but No harm in that. Mm. Look, if you plan on bringing him back, and I think they do, then this is a way that you buy time and figure it out. Well, you can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter whether they should do that. Now, one guy that got franchised yesterday, John, and it's, it's a pretty interesting story because he's very good, but he's also injured. He's also not that good, and he's got a big-time star behind him. And I say behind him now. Uh, Tony Pollard got franchised yesterday by Dallas. And what's amazing about it is that's been Zeke Elliott's spot for, you know, since Zeke Elliott got drafted. I think that was the 2016 draft. I think that was the Carson draft. Um, John, they haven't agreed to a terms on a Zeke Elliott new deal. They could get rid of him and, and get out from it pretty easy. Do you believe – I guess Jerry Jones went on the record a couple days ago saying he wants to keep Ezekiel out. Of course he wants to. I mean, yeah, like I want my player to uh, take a $2 million deal. Um, but what you want and what you get, um, who was it, Mick Jagger? You can't always get what yes. you want. <laughs> but you, but uh, what is, what's the next line, John? Sometimes you, you try get, sometimes. You, you just get, might get what you need. Get what you need. All right, John, um, is Zeke Elliott and Dallas done? I think, uh, wow. Tony Pollard getting the franchise has to be a shot huh? at Zeke's Ego. I'm Look, not remember surprised a couple at that years at all. ago that uh, Jerry Jones said Zeke who? Uh, this was a couple years ago. When they this were when like, they were battling for their first contract, right? Yeah, and when Tony, the, yeah, and it was contentious. When Tony Paul, yeah, it, it it got ugly. They got it done, which was surprising to me. Zeke Elliott, man, his cap hit for the next few years: sixteen million, fourteen million, seventeen million in twenty twenty five. Sixteen point six million in twenty twenty six. If they keep him, you're saying yes. Yeah, right. It just makes no. They, they will absolutely not keep him at this deal. Correct. Uh, I think they will try to restructure something, and he's going to be asked to take a huge pay cut. And it's very conceivable that he's on his way out. That they just will not make it work. He has come to expect a certain level of, you know, treatment 
and and that's their fault. He's not that guy anymore. I mean, don't no, you think, John? Even close to that. guy. If Pollard anymore. stays healthy in that game against the 49ers, I think the Cowboys win that game. They might have. Pollard is so significantly uh, more effective yeah. in every way, and you know he's he can be a good blocker also. Like that was a big thing with Zeke. He was always so complete. You know, he could not just run the football. He was great out of the backfield, catching the ball. But as a pass protector, he was always so depended upon. And uh, Pollard can do all that, and he can do it better. Yeah, it's it's just the, the financial aspect of football is amazing. And, you know, the wear and tear on a player, running back especially, I think he's probably gone. You want Zeke? No. No, he's an I enemy. I don't either. No, Derrick Henry? Uh, so what's his situation? Is he... They said they're uh, considering, um, they're exploring possible trades, and the Eagles, according to one of the odds makers, were second on the list. I mean, I would be surprised if he's cheap enough yet for the Eagles. That's what I thought. I would be shocked by that. And I wouldn't overpay for him because he's, what, 29, and he's got a lot of miles. He does, and and you could really start seeing it last yeah. year. Yeah, every year you expect to see it more than you do. Yeah. yeah. One of these years it's going to be like, oh, okay. Off a cliff. By the yeah. way, here's a, a quick, um, back to Dallas, and just now think about this in a Jalen sense for a second. Um, the impact on a salary on a roster. I'm going to read you. Warren Sharp had a really interesting uh, tweet the other day about the cap hit year by year for Dak Prescott. And obviously he was a fourth-round pick, so he was really low, or really low early in his career. And he was pretty good, and he had great talent around him. He had a great offensive line initially. Zeke Elliott was in his prime right away, right? So listen to this. These are the cap numbers year by year for, for Dak. And we know the talent around him has been stripped away. For instance, they traded Amari Cooper. Because they were paying all these other guys. And it's like, well, can't keep Amari Cooper. And that's my fear for the Eagles. Listen to this year by year for Dak. First year, 2016, 0.5 million against the cap. The next year, 0.6 million. The next year, 0.7 million. The fourth year, 2.1 million. So talk about an advantage. They had a pretty good quarterback making nothing, NFL term nothing. And they had all this talent around them. All right, then they had that year where they franchised him. 31.4 million. Then they agreed to a long-term deal with them. The first year, and this is what you talk about, John, the first year will go down comparative to what it could be. The first year, $17.2 million. Last year, $19.7 million. This year, meaning 2023 coming up, cap hit $49 million. $49 million. Wow. So when a guy is, like, in his third year making $0.7 million against the cap and in his eighth year making $49 million, he doesn't become 49 times better. It just becomes 49 times more difficult to keep other people. It's tough, man. Salary cap, I mean, the NFL, look, Roselle wanted parity. And he knew what he was, you know, the cap was after Roselle, but he knew what he was doing trying to convince the owners, let's all be in it together and kind of a generation after Roselle or soon thereafter is when they got to the salary cap. This is how they strip you down. This is how, oh, you think you're good? <laughs> Not for long. Quarterback cap and then the rest of the team. It's tough. Let's go to the phone. So let's get to uh, Seth right now in media. Seth, you're on WIP. Yo, what's going on, guys? Hey, Seth. Hey. Um, so, hang on one second. Let me take off speakerphone about that. Yo, all right. So, thing is with the Sixers, all right, and it, I, uh, they played a couple of good games. I still am not buying that they have any shot at beating the Celtics four games in a row. I just, I don't see it in the four series. Out of seven, four out of seven, you mean. Four, yeah, four out of seven. Like in, in, in any game, seven-game series, they're, they're beating these teams. You know, you're beating them a, a one game. I don't see them beating them in more than that. 
um, down the stretch. I think it's I think it's false advertising. Is is you know Howard would say I think it's it's fraudulent. Um, and my question to you is, what happens when they get bounced again? What, what do we do next year? Is this going to be more of the same stuff Probably. year after year? I mean, Probably. it's it's so disappointing. Well, it's, they're out of bullets, Seth. Bullet. They're basically out of bullets as far as how they can pivot. I mean, I guess the only thing they could do is, if Harden wanted out, try to trade him and then try to get something back for him. But, like, the, you know, the I, worst case scenario is if Harden left is, I mean, I'd have to look into this, but I'm pretty sure if Harden left on his own as a free agent, they it's not, it's not like they can just replace his money because they're already over the cap with Embiid, Tobias's money. Remember, Maxie's about to get paid. This goes all the way back to Colangelo. Like they, they yes, have been they have been wrecked for so long, and it's it's getting to the point where it's like it's kind of like the the, the mid two thousand Flyers, where it's like yeah, they're fun to watch, but what are they really going to do? You, you just get tired of of seeing it year after year. It's the same stuff, and I, I I'm, I'm sick of it. And then I got a quick question for John: When you were playing, is there anything to like watching these other teams be successful, like the way that the Phillies lit it up in October and the Eagles like kind of? took off and you know like does that do these teams really feed off of each other like absolutely that? yeah the energy the 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 city the city was was so great it was so uh vibrant and and full of life uh when the the, the world series was, was was happening and you know it was a shame that we sort of got distracted from the excellence that the eagles were putting out there on on the field every sunday but the the players themselves the, it's all this big symbiotic happy city moment and it lifts guys you know if you had any question as to whether you should get that extra lift in or you know get the extra treatment or watch the extra film you're driven because you know that everyone cares so much yeah well it was, it was certainly fun to watch i was just always curious because you know we, we as fans are always like man they got to see how how good it is when these teams are winning but i just wasn't sure how much that actually affected the play or, you know what I mean, the fire that's lit beneath them. So, Seth, yeah. give me a great but, answer for a fictional kid. You got a chance to win the Adam Sandler tickets. Well, uh, I'm going to say, uh, anybody say Harry Potter? Yes. Yeah. Give me someone else. All right, well, I'm going to say one that reminds me of you, Joe. How about Charlie Brown? Has been said. You got one more <laughs> shot. Charlie's oh, a win- my God. Charlie's Are you a winner. Me? He's a winner, by the way. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, well, uh, how about Chunk from the Goonies? All right, you got yeah, it. Yeah. So I appreciate the, uh, the phone call. By the way, there's some really big kid answers haven't been said yet. It's one of like some massive ones. Yeah, just gonna potential winning answers. Correct. Sitting out on the board. So two, one, one in particular that I know Joe will vote for, no matter what, if it gets said. Huh. I know one too that huh. Joe yep. will vote. For. Yep. Really, I don't. I don't know which one I would vote for that you're saying. Okay. Oh. I'm confused, but I'll try to put that old thinking cap on. Coming up in one minute, Joe Conklin and Marv Albert. uh, Coming up in one minute. Take your favorite casino action on the go with the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Odds, slots, bets, and games all in the palm of your hand. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app is the only casino and sportsbook app I recommend. And new users, join me now. Get up to $1,000 casino bonus back if you're not a winner in the first 24 hours. 
The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app has all your favorite casino games, including Eight, Eight Fortunes, Cleopatra Gold, Wheel of Fortune, and more. Experience Roulette, Baccarat, and Texas Hold'em, all from the comfort of home, plus progressive slots like Divine Fortune, Imperial Wealth, and Venice Amore. There's never been a better time to play. New users get up to $1,000 casino bonus back if you're not a winner in the first 24 hours. The Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, it's your time to play. You must be 21 and over and located in PA or New Jersey. New users only. Casino bonus must be wagered. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, shout out Cameron and John Ritchie. And, uh, John, I think it's fair to say I kind of stepped in it yesterday with that story of uh, Pac-Man action. I was taking a bite out of something there, and it was accidental, but uh, no one. It wasn't accidental. It was... You intended to bite your friend. <laughs> oh, wait, in a dream. And then I accidentally bit my girlfriend while sleeping. It it's wasn't whole... accidental. It's a whole mess. Uh, listen, there's only two people that really are the true experts uh, on this uh, topic. Uh, one is Mike Tyson. We could not get Mike Tyson on the show today mm. uh, from when he bit Evander Holyfield. The other, obviously, very famously, uh, it was a long time ago, but uh, Marv Albert weighed in. Good morning, Marv. Hello, Joe. I just heard that you were into biting in the bedroom. Yes. Well, not exactly, Marv. I mean, it was after all, and I've said this many times, it was a dream. It was accidental, and uh, so, I'm standing so by you're, that. you're still going with the dream story. I'm going to stick to the facts. Just just the facts, man. That's, I'm just a facts kind of guy, Marv. The facts are I was dreaming. It was unintentional. It happened. Come on. What do you say we suit up and... In the silks and settle in for an afternoon of watching the West Wing. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Now, that actually, yeah, yeah maybe, maybe. I'll, maybe I'll consider that with you, Marv. Well, I've seen your picture, and uh, quite frankly, I think you'd look great in a pair of fishnets. <laughs> Come on. We're, we're all professionals here, Joe. Congratulations on the morning show, by the way. Well, thank you, sir. You're, you're a legend. You're a legend. We, we broadcasters are all just trying to follow in your footsteps as a broadcaster. We thank you. Oh, you have time in the afternoon now. How about we munch on some baby backs? <laughs> and then we can get some ribs. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, listen. I want- I want my Amy back, Amy back, Amy back. I want my Amy back. <laughs> it was the best. Wow. Now, I've also heard uh, you like to play video games. Me too. We could play Madden. I'll be wearing nothing but my LT jersey, and you can borrow one of Richie's jerseys. Oh, that's, that's not a sexy look. I don't need that. If uh, Amy from Villanova is busy, I'd be happy to come over and rub your feet for you. I have plenty of time. Mm. Better yet, mm. how about the three of us uh, uh, get together and play Beat the Hammer? <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, come on man. Man. That's a sports trivia game that happens Fridays at 745. Nothing By the is- way, I'm a, I'm a big uh, Zach Taylor fan, too. Uh, uh, I don't know if you knew that. We're both in the same party. The wig party. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Zachary Taylor. I thought you were saying the Bengals coach. Marv, are you done, man? Am I, am I, because you, this is getting a little uncomfortable now, man. i got to call my friend Justin. He's got something to bite into. Yes. <laughs> Marv, get out of here. Thanks, buddy. All right, there he is. Joe Conklin, as always. Obviously, the greatness of Conklin. I think he might have just won drop of the week come Friday afternoon. We Friday You will morning. definitely hear Amy back, Amy I will back. One million percent hear that job of the week. Hey, join Conklin and the City Rhythm Orchestra in a tribute to Philadelphia sports fans that's happening at the Excite Center at Parks Casino Friday, April 14th. Get tickets 
at JoeConklin.com. Again, that is JoeConklin.com. All right, up ahead, uh, something that I would guess most Philadelphia sports fans want to know about, but you haven't even thought about what that is. I'll tell you that. Plus more on C.J. Gardner-Johnson. The clock is ticking on whether the Eagles should franchise him, which Shil Kapati has said about that and more. It's all up ahead on 94 WIP. Let me talk about my friends at Window Nation. Have you noticed energy costs rising dramatically? Energy prices have increased over 14% since last year, but it is not too late to... We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.